How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced. Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. All right, who is up for talking about planning for the new year? I know it's a little early, but I love to get a fresh start. I love the chance to reevaluate goals and dreams. A new year is the perfect time to take stock of the things you've been up to, to create lots of lists for the future, and just to set your mind right going into the new year. And I'm not talking about resolutions, right? That's totally different. I'm not a big believer in those big promises that I make to myself for the new year. It never works. I always promise that I'll be like more organized and I never am. I'm still struggling with that because a resolution doesn't come with the strategy and the action behind it. And so a resolution doesn't work unless it has all of that. So we're going to start really early with our planning so that we actually can get some strategy and action behind our goals and dreams and really make them happen. I'm talking about taking the time to celebrate not only kind of planning for the future, but also celebrating the changes we've already made in the place we're in and how far we've come and planning for the future and setting those actionable goals that will get us to those big dreams we have. You know, taking the time right now to press pause and to look ahead to the new year in front of us, it's going to give us the opportunity to really take the time we need to set those intentions well. We're setting ourselves up for a much easier follow through if we take the time to do this now. So we're going to do that together. Here's what we're going to do. If you are into this, if you're into planning, if you're ready to start thinking about 2020, you're ready for a fresh start, you're ready to reflect on what you've done, but prepare prepare yourself to actually take some big steps in 2020. We're going to do it together. We're going to set ourselves up for success in the new year. If you've got those big dreams and you are totally ready to finally make them happen, you have got to tune in to the rest of my podcast for 2019. This episode kicks off a series I'm doing on getting ready for the new year. So I'm going to spill all of my favorite goal setting secrets, my planning tips and tricks, I'm also going to be interviewing, which I'm really excited about, some of my favorite business owners that kind of specialize in this planning niche, and they're going to help you set up for success in 2020. We're going to call this our little planathon of sorts. So all you need for this planathon is a notebook. You need to be ready to journal and list. And I think, you know, the new year is a perfect time for a new notebook. I think every time is a perfect time for a new notebook, but 2020, perfect excuse. Go browse those notebooks and get one that really speaks to you and do all of your planning inside that notebook. So that's what you're going to need for this podcast series. And you're going to walk away with some seriously actionable steps and you're going to be moving toward your big dreams. All right. So if you're in, I'm in. So let's get started. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through a couple of exercises to visualize what you want your life to look like in 2020. Because oftentimes when we can't get past a block in our business, when something is not 
happening for us. When things are not quite right, we have this dream, but we just can't get there no matter what we do. It can be because we haven't spent enough time thinking about the destination. Where are we really going? Sometimes we're driving the ship, we're doing all the things, we're taking actions, but we don't know where we're headed. We've lost sight of that and or something has blocked us along the way. So we're going to start today with the end in mind and we're going to do a little bit of woo. We're going to get a little woo in this episode and I know some of you are totally rolling your eyes at me right now. Give me a minute to explain. I I know I'm only slightly into this stuff. I used to be really skeptical about visualizing techniques. I also roll rolled my eyes anytime anyone ever mentioned the word visualizing because I thought, what a waste of time. It's not actionable. Like I really have to sit here and close my eyes and and visualize. I just thought, you know, tell me what to do and that I can leave the podcast and go do it. I don't need to visualize. I know what I'm doing. I know what my dreams are. I don't need to take that. You know, I'm just very quick and I like to, to get my to-do list done. And I have to admit that I was completely wrong about that. When I actually took the time, I think it was James Wedmore, one day I was like, okay, I'm actually going to do one of these visualization things because everybody says that it works. And the minute I did it, I understood the purpose behind it. It's not meant to be magical, which is what I used to think. It's not supposed to be like rubbing a golden lamp and hoping that a genie is going to pop out and make all your wishes come true. That's not it. It's about setting your intentions and training your brain and punching in that destination in your GPS and remaining really focused on where you're headed all the time, all the time remembering where you're going. Sometimes in your visualizations, you can also uncover your hopes and dreams that you didn't even know you had because you hadn't stopped to really think about them. When we have a million things going on, when we're going in a million different directions, visualization helps us slow down and uncover our truest set of values. So I'm going to help you do that today with a really quick exercise. So if I've got you convinced. Here we go. Close your eyes. If you're driving, obviously wait and do this later. And I want, I'm going to give you just kind of like a quick overview of the visualization. And then if you want, you can pause this podcast and kind of go through it again. But you're going to imagine that you are all cozied up on the couch, that you have your favorite warm blanket with you. You can feel that blanket in your lap. You've got a warm cup of coffee or tea or hot cocoa in your hands. And I want you to actually really try to feel those objects around you, that warm blanket and that warm cup of coffee. And then you notice beside you the remote. So you pick up the remote and you really kind of feel that in your hands and you push play because you want to watch a movie. And you look up at the TV screen in front of you and notice it's a movie of your life in November 2020. And this is where you've got to do some of that visualizing. What's happening in the movie? What's happening when you wake up out of bed that day? What does your typical day look like? How are you feeling? And really talk in the present tense to describe that scene every little bit. So for example, I might say that in my movie, I wake up out of bed, I reach over for my phone, I check my email and whatever emails had come in. Maybe I I reach over for my phone and if I've been struggling with you know, creating content in my business, I reach over for my phone and I I write this email to my ideal customer audience that I know is going to serve them well that just kind of flows out of me. And that's what I'm visualizing for myself in November 2020. Once you're done, if you hit pause and really worked through that, and I would actually write it down in your notebook, like write down the exact scene and what it looks like. And that way you can keep that and hold on to that. And then I want you to take some of your visualizations and turn them into statements of affirmation. Take those visualizations and turn them into positive statements. So 
for the example I just gave where I reached over and I had been struggling with content creation, but all of a sudden I was feeling really creative in November 2020. Maybe my affirmation for that is something like creativity flows through me and leads to new ideas. Something short, sweet, positive, write those down. And those are going to be what you kind of keep coming back to. Those are kind of your big goals. And they don't have to be, they can be monetary, but they can also be just like what I just said, that creativity is coming more easily for you. Think about what you really want for yourself in November 2020 and actually spend some time with that and doing some writing and some journaling around that. I think you're going to find it really valuable, you guys, even those of you who are rolling your eyes and are like, I'm never going to press pause on this. I'm not doing it. Really just give it a try. I I think it's going to set you up. I don't think. I know it's going to set you up for success in 2020. And the block you might be hitting is not doing some of this work. You may be so focused on your to-dos like I was. You may be so task-oriented that not doing this kind of work is the exact reason that you're not moving forward in your business. So just turn that idea around in your mind for a bit and and humor me. Hit pause and try it out. Affirmations are going to help us stay focused on those goals. They're going to make it easier to break down those tasks that you need to reach the goals. And so keep those handy so that you can refer to them throughout the year and you can keep looking back. Don't tuck them away in your notebook and forget about them. All right, the next exercise we're going to do is thinking about what we want to be in 2020. And really think about that word be. I don't mean, I'm not saying what you want to have in 2020. Like I'm not saying, you know, you want to have $100,000 or what you want to do in 2020, like all the things that you have on your to-do list. These are purposefully not to-do list items. We're in this episode totally staying away from the tasks, but we will get there. What kind of person do you want to be in 2020. So maybe set your timer for a few minutes and just list out all the qualities that come to mind when you think about who you want to be. For me, I know I'd like to be, the first one that comes to mind is decisive. I'm always struggling with that. I always would like to be more decisive. I'm very wishy-washy. I have been my whole life. I agonize over decisions. And even after I have finally managed to make the decision, I still sit there and overanalyze whether I made the right decision. And I kind of go back on my decisions. And I need to stop doing that. And I need to stop avoiding decision making. I need to stop researching until my head spins. I need to simply decide and be done with it. And that's my decision and be proud and confident. In 2020, I definitely would like to be grateful. I'd like to spend more time in the present, value the things I already have. As you know from listening and hanging out with me online, I'm kind of a dreamer. I'm a lifelong dreamer. I always have ideas. I'm never going to stop dreaming. That's just, you know, it's something that I have come to love about myself. But sometimes I can get lost in those dreams. I can get lost in those to-do lists. And I forget to stop and be grateful for all of the things I have and the moments that I'm in, you know, right now. So something I'd like to be in 2020 is grateful. And then I think what else comes to mind is just purposeful. I've always been kind of a quick sort of a person. I like to get things done. I like to get them done fast. I don't like to lollygag. I don't like to slow down for anything. So in 2020, I really want to concentrate on doing things with intention and with purpose and really have thought behind the things that I do rather than just checking them off my to-do list, which is what I tend to do, which is also something that is a great quality, but can be a downfall as well. So purposeful, grateful, and decisive are my words for 2020. And when you come up with your own list of words, they're all going to hold a special meaning for you. 
But when you really sit back and look at the list, think about what if you had to cross off all of them but one? What if you could only be one of those words? Which word would remain? And whatever word you're left with, that's going to be your word for 2020. You want to write it in big, bold letters in your notebook. You want to print it out. You want to hang it up. You want to order a bracelet with the word inscribed in it. Whatever you do, don't forget that word. What you have to do, what, you, what you'll what you have, that's all going to fall into place once you're laser focused on being what you need to be to fulfill that value. Once you know your word, make sure you go over to Instagram, right? The most fun thing about discovering your word is like putting it in a fun font and posting it on Instagram. But make sure you tag me at teacher by nap time so that I can repost and give it some love. And I really want to see what your words are. For those of you who are totally anti-woo-woo, I thank you for listening and humoring me on this podcast episode. I promise that if you do pause this, you do go back and do these activities, that you'll be glad you took that time to visualize and set your dreams for 2020. And our little Planathon series here on the podcast is going to be a healthy balance of strategy and mindset. That healthy balance is exactly what we need to bust through our mental blocks and to really truly achieve our big goals in the new year. And I can't wait to see what you all set your sights on and how you make that happen. And I'm happy to be here along for the ride with you. So I will see you in the next episode. If you are ready to grow and scale your business in 2020, hosting an online event like a workshop or a mini course is the perfect way to add another stream of income to your business in the new year without being totally overwhelming and trying to do something really crazy in your business. It's a way to kind of dip your toes in the water when it comes to adding professional development to your business. Be sure to grab the newest mini course that I created for you that's going to help you plan your online event in as little as two weeks. We are getting things done in the new year. We are making this quick and simple, really a nice, easy way to kind of beef up your offerings. And I can't wait for you to try it. Make sure you get signed up now. It is on pre-sale and then it is going to close down. So I want to make sure you get in on this at www.alissamcdonald.com slash mini course. See you over there.